It's a matter of getting out of your own way, you know, aligning all of the energies in yourself, all the training, all the mental capacities, all of that so that you can just do what you've practiced to do. And that that was my big struggle as well. I mean, I had I had been a high achiever most of my life and you would think it would be, uh, you know, second nature or even first nature, but I really had to work hard at being who I was, believing in myself, working really, really hard to get out of my own way. Welcome to the Juggling the Chaos of Recovery podcast wellness spot, where we focus on health and wellness and how you can reclaim your health and life today. You're in the right place if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you've been helping so many others, it's time to help yourself. In a time when health and wellness can be so confusing, I'll share my knowledge as a nurse and 20 years in wellness and help you navigate through. You will hear stories of people who have used the Shackley products, including me, as they have truly been a game changer for health. And I'm here to tell you that it's never too late to pay attention to your health and how making a smart plan with natural choices can help you live your best life today. Well, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am your host, Moira Gorski, and today's a special day for me. I always say that when I have guests who have um, agreed to come and speak today. And with my wellness spot, you know, I try to uh, share with you different experiences that I've had with my own wellness journey uh, with Shackley products. Also introduce you to others who um, are kind of helping in that field, if you will, helping other people live healthy lives. And in my, um, as you know, in my work with Shackley for the last 20 years, I have been introduced to some amazing people and some of them, um, I mentioned a couple podcasts ago, um, are Olympic athletes and have been Olympic athletes. And I'm thrilled today to bring you one of those and have a chat with uh, Bill Roy today about his Olympic experience, talk about kind of his dreams and to become that Olympic athlete, talk about nutrition, just have a good chat today. So welcome, Bill Roy, to our uh, to my podcast today. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. You said amazing day for you. Amazing day for me. I don't get asked to come on a podcast very often, so thrilled to be here. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm very thrilled that you're here. And, you know, I'll start by saying I'm certainly not any Olympic athlete, but I know in my in my years of running and just different things that I've done for my own fitness, you know, what I've learned is that, and we could talk about this some during this discussion, is that you know, in regards to nutrition and energy and stamina, that we, when we are athletes, if you will, and doing more than the common man, if you will, we just burn through ourselves so much more quickly. And it's so much, I knew, I learned uh, the hard way and the right way in my uh, days of training for marathons, that we have to just give ourselves extra nutrition during that training time and during that competition time because we're just burning through things so much faster than those that aren't at that level. And certainly at the Olympic level, you're that much more. So I'm really interested to hear that part of your journey too about, again, nutrition, how you kept yourself well, kept from injury if that happened. But let's start with your story, Bill. Again, you are a, um, we're on the 1996 U.S. Olympic team that was in Atlanta. And, um, and now you are the program director for the Pure Performance Team with Shackley as we partner with other Olympic athletes 
on their journey. And um, we'll talk about that as well. But let's start out with you and your story and kind of how it started, like as you grew up. And I don't know you too much of your story of just how you got this dream of being on on the Olympic team and where that where that started and how you got there. Well, thanks. Uh, my wife reminds me that I have lived a charmed life. <laughs> and it's, I look back and it's really true. I've done some incredible things that were all dreams as an, uh, you know, as a child at an early age. And so feel very happy about accomplishing some things. And one of which was participating in the Olympic Games. That wasn't my initial driving big dream as a kid. In fact, I came to it fairly late in life. Uh, but that part started, I have to go back to the 1900s when my grandfather, my grandparents uh, were living in the central Illinois region and my grandfather was a market hunter. He was a, that's how he raised his family, hunting and fishing. And so I grew up around guns and hunting that was very familiar with me. And so I learned how to shoot. And I guess I was around 12 years old when I was looking through a shooting magazine and I saw a picture of a guy shooting in the Olympics. And I thought, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> I knew what the Olympics were. Uh, but we were living in the city, and that was just a, you know, a, a more of a fantasy than a dream. I couldn't imagine that ever happening. But uh, went uh, through my life, uh, again, knowing how to shoot. And I attended the Air Force Academy, United States Air Force Academy. And one day during lunch, after we had marched into the dining hall, I looked up onto the screen that, where they projected the announcements, and it said, free shooting, show up at such and such a place and such a time. Uh, and I knew the value of free shooting. So <laughs> I went there and it turned out to be the tryouts for the Air Force Academy cadet trap and skeet team. And I made the team and shot on that team for three years. And so um, shot competitively there at the Air Force Academy, then went into the Air Force as an active duty pilot um, eventually made the Air Force shooting team and then went up the ranks, made the U.S. national team. And then from there, I started to get that dream of maybe I could take this further. And everyone was really shooting toward making the Olympic team. So as I made the team, then I tried out my first tryouts were in 1980, <laughs> a long time ago, 40 years ago. Uh, and then 1988, I I think I was fourth in the trial process in 1992. I'm sorry, 88. I wasn't as close. 1992, I think I was fourth. And then 1996, I made the team and competed in Atlanta, Georgia. So that's kind of my story is that it, it, it was a spark and then became a dream and then really a driving obsession uh, to make that team and compete they're representing the United States. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm always, uh, it's an awesome story. I'm always just amazed when you, when we watch the Olympics, like all of these, you know, cause I think many people say, oh, the Olympics, they think about swimming or running or, you know, um, hockey or something like that. But there's so many really cool sports that, um, that have a place in the Olympics. And I think skeet shooting is certainly one of those that's really pretty fascinating and um, pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. So the Olympic Games are when those smaller, less recognized sports like shooting, rowing, field hockey, whatever it is, can get a little bit more exposure worldwide, whereas what we call the great eight are always at the top there. So that would be track and swimming and gymnastics, basketball and so forth. So they're, they're you know, 
omnipresent, it seems like, uh, always on our consciousness. But the lesser sports can come forward. We can see those great athletes and those great stories. And it's just really wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would imagine that you learned a lot during that time of training and um, in the Air Force and um, and in the Olympics. But are there a few key things that you that you learned kind of as you were um, striving to get better um, um, and make that team or just, you know, along that journey, some things that really stuck out that you really learned that maybe you didn't even expect to learn. Uh, yes. So buy my book someday <laughs> to get the full version. And actually I haven't written a book, but I, I feel like I could, but yeah, I, I could think of a few that really st- stand out. And uh, one thing that helped me was to view shooting as a metaphor for life. And that really helped me to, you know, bring my life and my shooting together so that I could become a better shooter by becoming a better husband and father, community member, athlete, and so forth. But certainly uh, having a clearly defined goal and then a path to reach your goal is really critical. I mean, you just can't wander around and say, oh, here I am on the Olympic team. You have to have very specific you know, objectives at every step all the way to making the Olympic team and then performing well at the Olympics. So having a goal is incredibly important. Having a good support system, you know, my wife and I have five daughters. So, you know, my wife would gather us all together. We'd get in our minivan and drive out to the range. And then she would be my, what we call puller. She would push the button that releases the targets. You know, we did that for years and years and years as a family. So having a good support system is great. I couldn't have done it if I wasn't supported by the Air Force and by the national team. Uh, Well, as an aside, um, how much do you think it would cost me to have one training session, Moira? Just one, one afternoon. Um, I really can't. Dr. Shells and clay targets, you know, things like range use and so forth. Take a guess. Uh, I'm going to say a couple hundred dollars. A couple of hundred dollars. Yeah. And I would do that six times a week. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'd have two sessions a day, but you know, so you do the math on that. And before, before you know it, you're into thousands, tens of thousands and, you know, over a year to hundreds of thousands of dollars, which I couldn't afford on an air force salary. And there's just just no way I would do it. But having that support system is critical. Having uh, the ability to persist, you know, there's going to be obstacles, setbacks, failures, defeats all along the way. And, and, and even worse than that sometimes is just the plateau. You know, you get to a certain level and you seem like you just can't take the next step, but all that time things are building, you're figuring things out. And at some subconscious level, you are ready to get better. And then you make a jump to the next plateau. So, you know, just plain persisting is good. And then another concept that helped me in my skeet shooting and in life is to leave no stone unturned. And I, I just wanted it so bad and I wanted to do every single thing I could. So in terms of nutrition and physical health and strength and agility, endurance, the mental aspect, the right equipment, the training, the the everything, the competitions, everything I did, I tried to do it all well and do it all well. So there wasn't any one thing that I focused on, but just tried to cover every single area. So those are maybe what four things that mm-hmm. seem to get me down the path. Yeah, it's 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 um it's great. Uh, those are and I I love that you fa- you said you know as you became a better s- shooter, 
you learned that you were a better husband and a wife or not a wife, a husband and a, a friend and a father and those kind of things, because I made some notes. And after our interview today, I'm going to do um, a solo episode. I don't know if I told you this, but I've started to take ballroom dance lessons and just because I thought it would be fun. And I thought I could dance if I had a good lead. And I've been in for about four months and it is teaching me so much about life you know, as I'm learning to dance and I'm learning to follow and I'm learning to, I mean, just so many things. And just like this, as I become a better dancer, I'm just learning so much and I'm becoming a better, you know, a better person. So I've even said that to people when I train for marathons, you know, it's not necessarily about race day. It's really who you become along the way. Amen. That is such a great concept. And I, I applaud you for that and would recommend it to anyone. When I first entered the Air Force Academy, so as a, what, an 18 year old, um, we were taught that it is the whole man or whole person concept that will really lead to success. So that's developing in every way, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and, and trying to be able to expand and, and span a wide variety of skill sets. And that's what you're talking about. And it really helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, a big thing that's coming up for me, just to switch to me for a second, is just, again, this that whole belief in myself, because I have someone who, um, and you talked about support, when you have people that believe in you and support you, it's, I mean, that's critical. And I know that with myself and also with my coaching of my wellness team, sometimes people just don't see that potential, see that belief in themselves. And um, having that person continuing to tell them is great. And I know, for, again, for myself, that it's still something I've got to work on every day and, and pull some of that belief from them, my coach, my dance partner, you know, or again, with others, your coach or your support, you got to pull that belief there. And um, as you continue to build that belief in yourself. You're very brave and wise for saying that. And that's really kind of the essence of, of high level competition or really any, any level of competition or endeavor, which is you need to learn to overcome your worst enemy in most cases, which is yourself. You know, that's your biggest adversary uh, in many cases. And if you can and get past that mental hurdle, it helps so much. But in the case of shooting and in almost any other sport I could point to, it's a matter of getting out of your own way, you know, aligning all of the energies in yourself, all the training, all the mental capacities, all of that so that you can just do what you've practiced to do. And that, that was my big struggle as well. I mean, I had, I had been a high achiever most of my life and uh, you would think it would be, uh, you know, second nature or even first nature, but I really had to work hard at being who I was, believing in myself, working really, really hard to get out of my own way. So you are right on about that. Yeah, thank you. That's uh, me too. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's what I'm uh, working on too. And you can, uh, for those listeners, you can find that podcast. I'll be doing that um, soon as well. Uh, so let's talk, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about nutrition. You, you talked um, a bit about that and kind of your introduction to Shackley, if you will, like, how did you learn about Shackley, the company? Um, and let's just talk a little bit about what you've learned about nutrition and um, why you chose to, you know, work with, with Shackley, which I think I know the answers to some of those questions. Sure. Yeah, some probably, but you, you may not know this. It was 1983. So it was that 37 years ago 
I was a fighter pilot, actually a fighter pilot in training. And when you're working around aircraft, you're all, it seems like you're always getting grease and chemicals on your hands, you know, as you do the pre-flight of the aircraft and so forth. And I had a fellow student who said, hey, Bill, you should try this stuff I have here. Put it on your hands, rub it in before you touch all the planes. And then when you're, when you're done, you just wash it off. You'd be amazed. So he handed me a little bottle of some blue fluid, and it turned out to be basic H. So mm. I put a little bit, scrub it in, and then I, I, true enough, I'd get my hands greasy, dirty chemicals, and then just kind of rub it underwater, and it was perfect. And, and when I had blood toxicity level testing, my toxicity level was lower than any, you know, anyone else, and maybe that was part of it. Uh, but that was my first introduction to shacking. Now, that is not the recommended use for basic H. I'll tell you that right now. But in 1983, we did it, and it was seemed to be fine. But that was my introduction to Shackley. And then as I went on into my career and then into my shooting, it was really drilled into our heads as a professional athlete. You do not take over-the-counter supplements. Never. That could jeopardize your entire athletic career because of the drug testing we're subject to. If there were any substances found in your body that are in the banned substance list, you could be disqualified, maybe even permanently. So, you know, that's the thing is like, don't take over-the-counter supplements. Very bad. So, you know, Olympic athletes traditionally do not. However, I after I had retired, so I had good nutrition all throughout my training and competition. After I retired, I was reintroduced to Shackley, uh, mostly through Eli Brimmer. So he's the Shackley Peer Performance Team captain. And he was talking to me about the purity and the potency of the Shackley products. So, and I was immediately on board because I had wished that I would was able to take sap supplements when I was competing. So I researched it took the supplements, felt great, saw, you know, great benefits. And then, so I, we started to talk to other athletes and built this program, the Shackley Peer Performance Team. And now we've had hundreds of Olympic athletes who are counseled never to take over-the-counter supplements who've grabbed onto Shackley and those products have benefited them tremendously. And they have zero fears that they would ever test positive as a result of a Shackley product because the Shackley products are tested more than any other product in the industry. They're guaranteed to be pure. We don't even, Shackley Manufacturing doesn't even do business with vendors that have banned substances in their facilities. So there is never a chance that they would test positive. So that's kind of my, my long journey, short version of how I came to Shackley and why I'm such a fervent believer in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been, um, you know, privileged to hear uh, you speak at our conferences as well as Eli Bremer, and he'll be one of our guests soon on this uh, podcast as well. Um, and I'm always fascinated by that. He's told the story that, you know, he was having a, you know, friends over for dinner and got a knock on the door and they're the agents that test, you know, because they can, you're subject to being tested 24-7 because they want to make sure that you're not taking any banned substances or anything that could alter, you know, anything or make you that much better that's illegal, those type of things. And, and even telling stories of people that have had lost, have lost their Olympic bid. Um, and just think about your story that you just told us today, you were working on that for so many years. And imagine if you were taking something that, as I heard a couple of stories myself, um, that Eli or you shared, they, the, these athletes weren't even aware that their products that they were taking to help them had substance in, in them that were illegal banned and things like that. And when they were tested, just like that, their 
like you said, they're out. They're at least out of that Olympic game, if not permanently. So, um, uh, again, just one of the reasons why I continue to partner with Shackley in my wellness journey and helping others, because these products, like you said, are the safest out there. And, um, and that we can rest easy then knowing that these products that we take, if you're an Olympic athlete or a regular household, um, athlete, your, these products are safe for you. Absolutely. And, and again, it's a testament to the purity and potency of the products that we have these hundreds of Olympic athletes <laughs> who have been canceled not to use supplements who have come to Shackley and use it every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a couple of, um, you know, Shackley has over 350 products and, but do you have a few favorites that either you um, like, you know, on a daily basis or you found um, particularly, you know, helpful for stamina, concentration. I imagine that those are things that you certainly need during any type of athletic, you know, competition. Yeah, I'm in a transition now, but I'll, I'll tell you what I have been really high on. That's number one, the life shake. And I take a life shake every single time after I work out, right after I work out. And that's great. I currently like soy or plant chocolate in the life shake, just absolutely fantastic. Uh, so that's, you know, a go-to almost every day and the life strip every day. Fantastic. So those two alone have been great. And then uh, I guess it was about a year ago, I started to get some targeted or focused supplements as well. So I have a nagging hip injury. So I started the joint complex and that has been tremendous. And so that was another uh, regular as well. And then just recently, I think it was just last month, I have switched over to Myology. So Myology is a personalized nutrition system that uh, is wonderful. So you can go to the product assessment link, you click there, and then you basically fill out in about five or six minutes, fill out a questionnaire or answer questions about what you're trying to do with your health and nutrition. And then based on that, they put all the supplements together in a packet. And then every day, it's just personalized for you. You know, it even says, hello, Bill, or hi, Bill, or something like that. And so I'm, I'm now on Myology, and it seems to be Great. Well, that's that's what I did too. I I had take a life shake every morning. I love the life strip um, for all of those nutrients in there and the convenience of it, so we don't have to pour all the pills out of the packets um, or the bottles. And then when Myology came out, I was really fascinated with that too because I love how again Shackley has great products and product packs that we can use ourselves. We can recommend. And what I love about Myology is it really gets down to that nutrient level as you answer those questions of, like you said, things that you're trying to do with your health, kind of your wellness goals, what your um, kind of your state of affairs, a little bit of your health history, then really very specific, like you said, and personalized to you that, um, and puts those nutrients together in a little packet. And same thing, I says, hi, Moira, cheers to you every day. (laughs) And um, I take those supplements and, um, and I, you know, just to, uh, point out like what you said, like, so the life shake and the vitamins, people have heard this before on my podcast. I mean, we want to build our health on a good foundation, just like we want to build our house on a good foundation. So those are super great foundational products that give us the vitamins, minerals, and protein that our body needs. And then there are times that we have these targeted issues that come up, a nagging hip, a shoulder injury, perhaps, um, Again, I've been working with a lot of people recently about their focus and concentration and their, you know, and we talk about mind works because of 
again, this pandemic and all this craziness and so much time on, you know, so much screen time. So we're looking at uh, things that can help with eye health and um, brain health and things like that. So um, again, Sheckley has so many of those things. Um, those are my, some of my favorite products too that you use as well. And uh, certainly people will see the links in the show notes and they can go and take a look themselves. And I do encourage people to take that assessment. It doesn't take long at all, you know, five, six minutes, and you can come up with a very, very personalized plan for you that can really help you step into a better sense of wellness, state of wellness. Absolutely. And I can't neglect all the cleaning products are great. Uh, all the, the youth line skin products are fantastic too. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, if you were to just say, well, I, I'm only kind of in the mindset or the budget level of, of going on to one or two of the supplements, I'd say Life Shake for sure. And either Life Strip or Myology would be great for that foundation. Those are the foundational products. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always, um, I remember the, uh, you know, some of the gals on the uh, rowing team are part of the, right. Part of the pure performance team. And, and they love the sunscreen that Shackley has, you know, because they're out in the sun all the time and um, out on that water. And a couple of the gals mentioned how much they love that sunscreen that's reef safe. So it's safe for the water, safe for the fish, safe for the reef as well as safe for them. Yeah. We, in fact, we had, eight of the nine women in the, what they call the women's eight rowboat in, in 2016, which won the gold medal on Shackley products. So we, we like to say that Shackley was in the boat, like literally <laughs> in the right. boat, not, not just sunscreen, but also like they would take snack bars or meal bars because they'd be on the water for a long time, kind of need a little bit of a boost. So Shackley was in the boat. Mm -hmm. That's right. And do you remember, cause I don't remember um, how many um, medals, have been won by Olympic athletes who have partnered with Shackley. Sure. So we the number we use is 146. That's kind of a loose number because it's probably a lot more. When Shackley was sponsoring USA Swimming and USA Cycling back in the 80s, uh, I don't think we even counted some of the medals that were won there unless an athlete stepped forward and said, hey, I, I was sponsored by Shackley. So it could be more than 146, but for sure, 146 by count. Uh, medals won by Olympic athletes powered by Shackley and going into the 2021 Olympic Games in Tokyo next July, we hope to add 10, 12 or more medals to that count. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're excited to see what's coming up, you know, for this next um, Olympic team and uh, Olympic season. I feel like there's a lot that we could continue to talk about. And uh, but I know your time is um, is precious as is mine. And so, uh, you know, I just want to kind of kind of wrap it up and and ask you, you know, is there just like one thing or a couple of things you might want to leave the listeners, um, again, maybe that you haven't shared or just kind of reiterate about, you know, things that you've learned along your, your journey of life and, um, you know, achieving a dream you had and staying healthy and all of those, those things, just a few, you know, words about, um, again, about that that yeah. you'd like to share. Sure. Um, and thank you. Thank you for your time. Um, let me go back to that discussion we had about, you know, fighting the, the we'll just call it the demons within yourself. In fact, I'm on my desk here. I'm going to reach and grab, got a little memento. See if you can focus on that a little bit or maybe not. So this is a tombstone and written on the tombstone. It says, here lies the little Bill Roy, rest in peace. Um, squashed by the Bill Roy. So my wife made this for me way back in those Olympic days. And I would take this and put this in my shooting vest to remind myself that uh, there's a bigger Bill Roy out there and there's a bigger 
person within all of us who can squash the little one who wants to trip us up or hold us back. Um, and, and that's not what we're all about. We're all about achievement and going forward and being great and helping others and doing Olympic-sized stuff, if not even bigger. And it reminds me of a quote, which I'll finish on, my favorite quote, which goes like this uh, from Ralph Waldo Emerson. <clears throat> what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. Meaning, of course, no matter what failures or setbacks or defeats we may have in our past, and no matter how big or ominous the obstacles before us, we can prevail because inborn within each and every one of us is the ability to succeed if we will but persist, 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 and we can do it. Right. So there's my that's, thought for you. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Thank you for that. And uh, again, just so many great words of truth that uh, I know I, um, I'll, I'll take with me. And again, take with me onto the dance floor as well as, you know, on the dance floor of life um, as well. Thank you. So thank you, Bill. Again, it's truly an honor for me to um, have you today to have this discussion. And I know a lot of the listeners are, uh, are loving it as well. Um, I just, I, again, I'm honored to be partnered with the company at Shackley for so long for 20 years and just, um, just know that I share on this podcast because these products have been life-changing for me and so many others as well as yourself. And, and as I told somebody yesterday, you know, it's not about, you know, this product or that product. It's really about when we work with people and when we introduce Shackley to others, it's about helping them live a lifestyle that helps them maintain a great sense of wellness. And, um, and that's different than again, going to buy a vitamin on your, you know, the, the, the shelf of your neighborhood store. You know, we at Shackley are about helping people create healthier lives, be it that, again, they're home with their kids, they're out on the shooting, you know, Olympic team um, or anywhere in between. So um, I'll just finish today and say again, thanks for listening. Thanks again, Bill, for being here. Um, and I'm just, again, encourage all of you to uh, realize that it's never too late to pay attention to your health, to make a step forward so that you can live a better, healthier life. And um, again, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Share it with others and make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. I've got a tribe over on Facebook, so head over there and search for Juggling the Chaos of Recovery Podcast Tribe. And do you know somebody who has a story, a story to share, a story of recovery and hope? Please let me know as I'd love to feature them as a guest on one of these next upcoming podcasts. And perhaps you're looking for a community of like-minded, collaborative, and supportive people who cheer each other on as we strive to improve our lives. If that sounds like something you've been looking for, schedule some time with me. You'll find the links in the show notes. Let's talk and let me help you find your way. And I'm here to tell you that you're worth it.